What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? March Madness is here, and we're all over it with our man L-Dub, who joins us to talk early round upsets, teams to watch, and he'll even give us his final four predictions. You don't want to miss it, so hang with us. We'll be right back with Larry Williams on Sports 360. I'm on the phone right now with my man L. Dub Williams. We're going to be talking about NCAA basketball. L. Dub, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm great. I'm great, man. Enjoyed this weekend of basketball. Yeah, so did I. So did I. And now, as we're recording this, um, you know the brackets are out, and so you know everybody's ready for the madness. But as you said, I mean, it was a good weekend of basketball, and you know I'd like to. To start, um, obviously, one of the bigger stories was Zion Williamson coming back. And, you know, look, I'm not a basketball expert, but I've been watching basketball for a long time. And that kid looked good coming back. I mean, he really, really played well in leading Duke to the, you know, the, to the championship, uh, the conference championship. So, what, first of all, let's start there. What, what do you think about Zion and his long-awaited return? Uh, he he came back better than ever. I think it was just the fact, you know, some kids, uh, you know, get get around their 25th, 27th game, they get kind of tired, you know. But uh, that little break paid off for him because he came back energized and ready to play. Yeah, and he really looked good. And they needed him to play at that level too because, um, you know, the three games were very, very competitive games. And so they certainly needed him um, to play at that level. And, um, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit more in a few minutes. But, uh, yeah, as Duke heads into the tournament, they got to feel good that their best player is playing his best basketball right now. Yes, yes. And uh, the question is, you know, you asked the question about, Zion coming back is what does Zion mean to Duke, man? I think Zion right now is Duke. Uh, as he goes, they go. Uh, and I know, you know, they got three, two other players there that are projected to go, you know, top five. But uh, I don't know, with, you know, watching them play without Zion and then seeing Zion come back and it's kind of like, you know, he had to carry him. Uh, it was a, it was a different feel. It was just it was it was like he was you know on an island almost. He was doing everything you know that 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 the team needed whenever they needed it, and he was doing it with consistency, while everybody else was kind of struggling. Yeah, and it makes you wonder what that what you know how that's going to play out as they go into the tournament. Now, um, I said a moment ago that the brackets are out. So I, I would imagine by now we're talking on Monday afternoon um, that you have completed your bracket, right? Correct, correct. Okay. Uh, and you're not going to change it, right? You're not one of them guys that does a bracket in pencil. You you do your bracket in pen, don't you? <laughs> it's in pen. It's in ink. I already got my asterisks by, by the by upset. I've got circles that's showing the big guys that get knocked out. Uh, and I don't change, man. It's, you know, again, everybody's got an opinion, but I've, I've watched them all year, so I hope I hope I uh, know a little bit. 
Okay. All right. So then, all right, you filled out your bracket. So you, you now you mentioned you have certain things circled and all that type of thing. So let me ask you this. You filled out your bracket. We know who all, you know, all the top seeds are and the expectations and all that. But w- what about this? How, how do you see the tournament playing out for some of the top seeds? Do, do, what, what do you see as perhaps some of the early exits in the tournament? So early exit for me is defined that when you got a number one or a number two or a number three seed that, that goes out the bracket before they get to the quarterfinals, that's to me that's an upset. I mean right. that's that's how I view upsets. So the first upset is probably gonna stun everyone because I definitely have Wofford beating Seton Hall, which is, you know, it, that's a big ten opponent against a Southern Conference opponent. And Seton Hall, uh, Seton Hall actually is lower ranked, but we're talking about two different, a small conference and a big conference. And after Walford does that, they're going to go into the next round, and uh, I see them in, in the round of 32 beating Kentucky, simply because they have scorers and shooters that, that I don't think Kentucky is going to want to defend against as much as, you know, as they would a team that they was playing in the Southeast Conference that grinds it out. Now, that one's going to surprise a lot of people. So you see Warford getting past Seton Hall and then beating Kentucky. Correct. Kentucky plays in with Abilene Christian. That's not even going to be a game. So, you know, that's kind of like a warm-up game. So, actually, that's really going to be Kentucky's first game in the tournament, game, uh, when they do face Warford. And I think Wolf is going to have a head of steam simply because they've already beaten Seton Hall. Hmm. Okay. So you see Kentucky going out in the, in the second round. Uh, who else do you see um, coming out before we get to the quarterfinals among the among the top seeds? Well, you know, you got the playing game over there in the West where Arizona State and St. John has to play to play in. And I, I think Arizona State's going to prevail in that game. Then they're going to be faced with Buffalo, who's all you know been ranked you know in the top twenty all year long, and uh, they're the sixth seed. While Arizona State's going to be eleventh seed, and I see Arizona State beating Buffalo in that round. So that's the first round basically for Buffalo, and I see Arizona State winning that. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, that's it. You got anything else for us? Not not within the first two rounds. If we go into the okay. third rounds, I think a whole lot of people are going to be surprised with my picks. All right. So before, okay, okay. So hold on a second. Hold on. Twenty second time out before we get to that one. Okay. So you're going to have some, you have some other things coming for us. I'm still trying to get over this Kentucky one. I mean, you know, and 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 you know, Kentucky is. You know, they, they got off to a kind of a rough start early in the in, in the season. I think it was Duke that blasted them, right, coming out of the gate. And, um, you know, I guess they've lost to Tennessee a couple of times, right? And so uh, what is it about Kentucky, though, that you think that they are primed to, you know, get knocked out of the tournament so early? Hype. You got a lot of kids. You remember now, before Duke, Kentucky was considered the one-and-done school. So kids come there thinking, I'm supposed to be in the NBA, but I got to do this one year, so I'm going to do it here in Kentucky because Coach Cal lets us play. You know, he just lets us do what we do. And that, I think, 
is where the oversight is a lot of time and has been in, in the, you know, future of the last few years. They've underachieved to me because if you got all the McDonald All-Americans and the Parade All-Americans, you should be, you know, in the Final Four every year. Uh, but that, that hasn't been the case, you know, with Kentucky simply because they'll play a team like they're going to play Wolford and they're going to say, oh, man, we're already looking past them. We're going to take out whoever's next. And that's their that's their mindset because, again, these are 18-year-old kids now. These, You know, you don't bring it with a 32-year-old mind, you know, uh, perception. It's an 18-year-old perception, and he already feels he should be in the NBA. So we know that you overlook one of these young teams where the coach is really coaching and he's got these kids playing well and they love each other and they're playing together. That's going to be a hard, you know, hard job for them to just, you know, put these kids to sleep, especially if Wolford comes out and hits the first five or six shots, you know, already mm. you're in turmoil. Okay. All right. So that's going to be one that you certainly keep an eye on. Um, all right. So let's go a little bit deep in the tournament because you said you got some others um, in your bracket, uh, some of the higher seeds that you think are going to, make an earlier exit than some people may anticipate. So take us through a couple of those. Okay. And I, I'm thinking Florida state and Florida state is going to upset Gonzaga in the third round in the sweet 16. Uh, Florida state, you know, been playing very well. Coach Hamilton, you know, got them all the way to the championship of the ACC tournament. Yeah, they did lose to Duke, but it, it took Zion to put on a great show, you know, to beat them. And uh, then you had a, uh, Tennessee, which really, like I said, it's really not an upset, but based on how Tennessee's played over the last maybe four or five games coming into the tournament, you know, I, I don't know if everybody expected them to be a number two seed, but, you know, maybe three or four, but they they, they got in as a two seed, but they, I think Purdue has been playing better ball than them. So them beating Purdue in my predict in my estimate is is you know actually an upset, and I see okay. them beating Purdue. I see them beating Purdue. Okay. And lastly, would be the one that you know you're probably gonna really have eyes with. I love Zion, but by the time they get to that third round, I think Virginia Tech's gonna be figured them out, and Virginia Tech's gonna gonna upset them. Hmm. Wow. So you see Duke coming out in the Sweet 16. You see Kentucky coming out in the second round. And Gonzaga also coming, being knocked out in the Sweet 16. Right. Wow. Okay. And you have this in pen, you said, right? In it's not pen. A, it's not erasable <laughs> not ink or anything like that. Okay. All right. So let, all right. So it's in ink. All right. So we got that. So, all right. So you, you, now you, you talked about Wofford as being a team that you think, you know, is going to do a little bit of damage, right. You know, beat Seton Hall and, and then you have them beating Kentucky. Um, what other team, cause there's always one or two teams, you know, whether they're Cinderella's or not, but they're one or two teams that make an unexpected run or do uh, fairly well in, in, in the in the tournament who do you think who who are some of those teams if you have any that you think uh are teams to keep an eye on well actually they and, and looking at the bracket there two of them are number three seeds 
and one of them is the number seven seed, and the the two three seeds are Houston and LSU. I actually think by giving those guys three seeds, uh, you put them in a position that they're gonna, you know, do a lot of damage. Simply because right now they're playing for their coaches. You know, use Coach Calvin Sampson. I mean, he he's always been able to relate to his players, and his players relate to him, and they give everything for that guy, and he gives everything to them. And as a team, they're probably playing better than anyone. Even though they lost to Cincinnati the other day, I'm still telling you Houston is is a team that no one wants to see, you know, in, in, in this bracket. No one. And I see them going all the way to the quarterfinals. And unfortunately, they would have to play North Carolina, who I picked to win it all. So that would be the only uh, – pitfall that I could see them running into so early, you know, that and that'll be in the quarterfinals. As far as LSU, you know, like I said, they're playing real good and I think they should have won they should have won SEC when they on that play if the coach wouldn't have got the technicals and gave them a six point lead and they only losing by three, I think they'd have won the game. And those kids know that and with all the turmoil that's going on, they're really wanting to win for Coach Ben. Coach Benson, you know they wanna they wanna play and and put him in that in that position. So I see them going all the way to the quarterfinals. And lastly, Nevada, the seventh seed, that's gonna be a hard team to beat, man. Because like I say, Coach Musselman has those guys playing great. They play defense. They did get beat in the in the Mountain West tournament, but again, sometimes like I said, I think losing in the tournament. The, the conference tournament helps you and gets you more focused for the big tournament. Now that you see you can lose to somebody that probably wasn't going to make the tournament, and then when you get to the tournament, you got to you know every game got to be a game-by-game-by-game game situation. You can't look over anyone. So I see them mm. going on to the quarterfinals. Okay, so you see you see Houston going to the quarterfinal, getting knocked out by North Carolina. And you believe Nevada uh, goes to the quarterfinals. What about LSU? They go to the quarterfinals and get knocked out by Virginia Tech. Someone hmm. who has length, but their inside play is, is just a little bit more skilled than, than uh, LSU's. LSU has some big guys and athletic, but the skill set inside is, is still lacking. You know, they, they don't really, the post players don't really have a lot of go-to moves underneath to score. They usually score from mid-range or facing the basket. Uh, Virginia Tech has players that can score around the basket with jump hook shots, you know, up and unders, and, and definitely they all can jump. You know, they all in, in ACC, their athletic is all get up. And the guard play for that for that team, those two guards are very, very steady. So I see them being real hard to handle hmm. when they have to play. Okay. All right, so now you already mentioned that that North Carolina is your team to win it all. So what about the Final Four? Who do you have as your Final Four teams? From the East, I see Virginia Tech coming out. From the West, I see Florida State coming out. From the semifinals, I think everyone has Virginia coming out because Virginia's probably been the most consistent team all year, all the way around. And then North Carolina is, I guess, as evenly been as consistent as Virginia has. And I see those two having to play each other. And I still say North Carolina wins out when they play Virginia. Virginia. So, 
or they or they beat Virginia and they go to the championship game. So who who do you have Florida State Virginia Tech? Uh and I have Virginia Tech beating Florida State to play North Carolina for the championship. Okay. Now let me ask you this question because we haven't spoken a lot about Virginia. Um Virginia lost in the first round last year, right? Um and <laughs> And um, and again, when we say Virginia is the school, it's not necessarily every last player on the team, right? That was there last year, but but there is this sort of specter of with Virginia of always disappointing in the tournament, right? Um, you know, being a tough team, you know, perennially, but then getting into the tournament and not performing as well. Do you think any of that may keep them from getting to the Final Four? Uh, and I and I, again. Two things happen when uh, adversity happens. Either you rise or you sink. You know, so I, I think they've done enough sinking. And and I, I kind of think Tony Bennett's not a bad coach. I mean, he's a great coach, I think. And, and he, you know, some of the players, if you look at their roster, I mean, you know, they don't, they don't carry a, you know, a roster with three McDonald's All-Americans or anything like that. They just got players who can play, you know, great players who can play. So for him to always consistently be there shows that he, he has to be – he's in ACC now, so he's won ACC a couple of times. So that, that says a lot about him. But now that the players have been through it, a few you know, a few of the players have been through it, uh, the t- especially the two seniors. I don't have the names right off the hands right now, but the guard and the, and the center that they have, the power forward per se, are the two key players for their team. Those two guys have been there, so now it, it, it comes upon them to to help this team get there because the coach can only do so much. You guys got to play the game, so they got to make it happen. And I think this is the year with their senior year being in, and they've been there like three or four times, you know, in their careers, that they've probably finally found the answer. And by looking at them play this year, they seem to have found the answer. So that's the reason okay. I'm giving them so much credit. And they okay. don't have a tough bracket. They don't have the you know the toughest bracket. I mean they they, no. they got a, a pretty easy bracket. Yeah, I was watching a show earlier this morning, and they said of all the one seeds, Virginia probably has the easiest. Not that it's easy, but the easiest road right. to the Final Four among the, the among the number one seeds. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, so if I can recap here, all right, you have Kentucky coming out in the second round. I'm just looking at some of these notable games that you've uh, talked about. So you got Kentucky coming out in the second round, losing to Wofford, um, Duke losing in the Sweet 16, Michigan State losing to LSU in the Sweet 16, Florida State over Gonzaga also in the Sweet 16. So you, you know some of these some of the uh, iconic programs you have them coming out early. So we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Look, every every year, right? Um, there, there, there are major upsets in the in, in the tournament, and I don't expect this year to be any different. But um, all right, so good. So I, I wrote down what you said, and I wrote down what you said in pen too. So I, it can't be changed. <laughs> And that's what I like about you, man. You, you hold me accountable. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll see uh, with, with the playing game starting tomorrow and, and, and Wednesday. And then we get to 
um, the the full fledged tournament on uh, Thursday and Friday. So look, it's going to be exciting. Always is, and obviously, what we're going to do, L Dub, is that you know, as as we go forward and get through these rounds, we're going to have you back, right? Because as the brackets fill out, and you know, um, we we like to get your take on on how those brackets stand as we go through the tournament. So we have you down now, but we're going to have you come back again uh, and talk uh, some more about this as we go along. Not a problem. Not a problem. As it goes along in pencil, I'll be filling in the bracket in pencil, not my bracket. You know, I have an open bracket as it goes along so that I can see, you know, so when people start talking, whether I'm wrong or they're right, you know, I can say, hey, look at this one that's in ink that's been posted as of, and I have the date on it, which was yesterday, date the 17th. And then I'll do this one here as of the 18th. I'll, you know, when as a tournament start, right, I think it's right. on the 20th. Yeah, I'll start uh, in pencil, filling them in as it goes. Yeah. But I know you got confidence in the one you filled out in ink, right? Well, that's the only reason I did it. That's the only reason I did it. <laughs> Hey, who, who okay. do I trust? Who do I trust? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, fair enough. All right, so listen, man, we're going to have you on. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back with you toward the end of the week as the tournament gets underway, and, and we'll start uh, looking at it uh, and talking about, um, you know, w- w- what what we will expect going forward once these brackets start to start to shift and change a little bit. So we look forward to having you come back real soon. Uh, probably what, probably by the weekend, we'll probably have to connect again and uh, see where we are at that point. Not a problem. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to it. All right. L-Dub. So we'll, we'll catch up with you real soon. Thanks again. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. <laughs> 